Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another exciting episode of Voice of Crypto. And today we have with us another beautiful guest. We have with us Miss Aisha Mubarak Ali, who is doing a lot of amazing things in the NFT uh, metaverse and Web3 space. To know more about her, I guess she will be the best person to describe what's happening in this space. And um, Aisha, really happy to have you on board with us today. Can you tell our viewers a little bit about yourself what you're up to and what sort of projects are you working with currently yeah first of all uh Varuni, thank you so much for having me i'm so glad to be here and first of all yeah i'm, I'm a fusion tech artist um also an entrepreneur a creative director working in this in the space of web3 um for a while now but before that i had a very like art oriented traditional art oriented career um so far i mean the journey has taken me from from a lot of uh, different things and i've been experimenting uh, but i think now i can say that i'm at that point where you know i'm actually giving shape to some of my passions including uh, you know two of my initiatives that i'm really active when it comes to working from not just as an you know artist but also as a as as an as a manager, like you can say, obviously I'm a CEO of one of those, but yeah, like, you know, you're, you're putting on a lot, a lot of different um, roles for those initiatives. Uh, one of the company is Oshi Brownie, which is, um, you know, a digital uh, design oriented uh, initiative. And it talks about just representing different cultures, bringing in different identities, not just, you know, the European identity. Uh, associated yeah. with the technology but like generally you know it, uh, south asians you know representing their identity representing uh the brown skin representing black skin you know all of those different ideas that we don't see in the mainstream media uh, i mean that's where the idea came from but uh because it it started um developing so now i'm also working on metaverse related and you know virtual environments related okay. digital twins digital fashion related projects uh, through the creator studio of the she brownie so that is one thing and yeah. then the other is meta visionaries um which is a more i would say space and frontier technology related um there we we try to bridge again the web3 metaverse technologies with the space economy with the space scientists space educators uh, general yeah. educators you know so it's, it's quite interesting because that's not my field but you know trying to bridge different disciplines bringing them together and yeah. again it's around education so so yeah it's quite interesting for myself but yeah these are the two things that i'm uh, currently involved in Wow, that sounds beautiful. There were quite a few terms that you coined throughout your introduction, and um, one of them was fusion tech artists. So what does that exactly mean and entail? Yeah, so this is actually a new term that I actually coined for myself, because <laughs> at some point it was so hard for me to explain what I do. And with my art practice, like I said, you know, I started off as a traditional artist, uh, like, a, you know, a general fine artist working on huge canvases, you know, making those portraits. But then I understood at some point that my interest was bringing new technologies not just the uh, digital technologies but the physical technologies into my practice right and then that that brought me to this term which is fusion of technology so that's what i do um in my projects just to give you an example i recently did a project with karachi by neo um, and that project included a bunch of different technologies fusing together in these wearable 
uh, fashion pieces and one of the technologies were uh, ai 3d printing mm -hmm. you know data collection and all of that uh, juxtaposed with uh, you know sensors and lights and you know in these wearable mm -hmm. pieces you know so mm -hmm. it's like a bunch of different technologies so what, what would you call that i can't just say oh it's a fashion design you know it's, it's a fusion art. <laughs> it's a fusion art you know definitely and um the the other um startup of yours that you were talking about that does a lot of space concept art um firstly is the background a part of that and secondly can you speak a little bit about that because we've we are uh, sort of seeing the convergence of fashion nfts and metaverse a lot of mainstream brands are in fact um organizing their shows in the metaverse but um, something that infuses space concept arts with the metaverse is a little rare. So could you talk a little bit about that, what you're doing there? What sort of art um, are you creating there? Yeah, so first of all, this background is actually one of my artworks. <laughs> so I just, I just put it uh, there. But uh, with the metaverse that we're building with the metavisionaries, um, this is actually quite an interesting metaverse because how we've developed it, it's like a meta adversity. It's like a dome shaped right. spaceship that we've made in the metaverse. And um, that spaceship exists in the old space. And it's almost like a, a, how would I say, like a mirror design. Like obviously it's, it's, a, it's an illusion, but you know, uh, based on the architectural terms, it's actually a mirror dome through which you're able to see different planets, you can see the Milky Way, you can see the galaxies, and you can sit in that university and you can, uh, you know, take the, get the lectures and, you know, all these interesting information from the people that we have on board, like, you know, scientists from NASA, we have former chief scientists, Dr. Tara, Dr. Uh, Jim Green, you know, people like them who have like huge amount of knowledge when it comes to uh, the subject of planetary sciences, space medicine, um, space music, and, and, and then general, uh, you know, the theory of Big Bang, all of that stuff. So, I mean, you being in that environment and learning from these people in a very magical setting, you know, that's that was the vision uh, behind the metaverse that we developed. And also uh, for this metaverse especially, uh, and that's another technical um, inside knowledge that, you know, we actually got our assets from NASA, you know, their archives of plants yeah. and stuff. So those were integrated in our metaverse. Um, so um, that's something that, uh, you know, we've been working on for a while and it's, uh, you know, finally done. It's uh, the metaverse is operable and people can attend the lectures, events. Okay. You and I have hosted a few events there. So, so yeah, that's again linked with the artwork that you see. It's like the concept art for that. Right, right. Um, I, I have seen that a lot of artists now are shifting um, from the traditional art space to a more, uh, taking a more Web3 blockchain approach. So um, how did your journey look like in terms of that transition from Web2 to sort of Web3? Yeah, I think um, for me, uh, Web3 um, hasn't impacted me as much as it would have, you know, others just because I was always interested in technologies anyway, right. like if, if, if it was not Web3, if it was not blockchain, I'm sure there it would be something else. But because it was like a hype, everyone was talking about it. Web3 yeah. brought a lot of new concepts, uh, a lot of transparency for the creator economy. So I think mm -hmm. it was natural for me 
to think about those concepts and because I was having those conversations regularly um, that I started thinking about what this NFT technology means and uh, whether I should be putting out all of my artworks as NFT first and then selling it you know because yeah. we have all seen this um, concept in the traditional world and it, it doesn't mean anything different uh, rather yeah. than that, that file exists as a, as, as a blockchain token yeah uh, but at the same point you know it, it's a technology that we haven't thought about so much so mm -hmm. that you know it, it's being used in bad ways there are other uh, topics around it so so obviously there were a lot of conversations and um, it just forced me to almost you know think about it and you know just yeah. put it in my own uh, businesses and see if, if we can utilize it i'm sure um are there any tips that you have for emerging artists who want to enter into this space yeah, um, for this uh, in the space of Web three, you mean? Mm, fashion and NFTs. Ah, okay. I mean, with with fashion, I would say um, the tip is that you know it's you have to constantly be learning, um, because because fashion is such an interesting topic because obviously you can yeah. express your identity. I love fashion, but I'm not into the mainstream fashion. Um, right. You know, I'm really into the conceptual side of the fashion and that's just my approach. But I, I think anyone who is interested in fashion to um, kind of pursue it as a career, they need constant upgrade of their knowledge because there's so much competition, especially you're in the digital fashion space. You need right. to learn a lot of new softwares. You need to constantly see how your designs are being used, not just in one world like Decentraland, but also in right. spatial, also in all space. So, you know, a lot of different technical sides of, um, you know, just being a digital fashion designer, you have to think about. Definitely. Um, I was going through your Instagram in the morning and I saw a lot of beautiful designs that are really out of the ordinary, so to say. And a lot of them included uh, very interesting jewelry pieces. So is that something that you design um, or is it uh, created on the web and is just, uh, you know, 3D printing or modeling? Yeah, uh, you must be talking about that project I did for um, Dark Skies Gaze Back, like the golden jewelry ones. You know, uh, these pieces were um, done in a very, um, again, because I'm talking about fusion of technologies. This was done by taking the, like literally the, the metal trash that you mm -hmm. find. Mm -hmm. I photographed them through the LiDAR technology and it's a very different kind of uh, documenting the you know, materials. Yeah. So I did that, you know, it's like a 3D scan, just how you take the documentation through, uh, you know, photo medium. It's the same method, but you take a 3D, uh, you know, versions of it. So I took that I, and then I transported those materials, those textures uh, in softwares. And then I recreated like a look almost inspired by South Asian culture, which is like so much jewelry on top of your head. You see that kind of thing happening in our weddings you know we, we really right. rejoice with the maximalist aesthetics so yeah. i'll keep those in mind i will i wanted to create um you know something that could be a little different from that story but at the same time it reminds us of uh, our own values and how our psychology works when it comes to the fashion identity but also those um textures were uh, taken from the kitchen utensils so that was quite interesting oh. because you know, kitchen utensils are something that we associate with a woman that she has Rebellion, to walk the kitchen. Yeah, yes, so it's like almost like a rebellious action that you're taking yeah. those images and then you're becoming almost like a, a goddess 
with those yeah. with mask. you know you're wearing them you're hidden but at the same time you're a warrior you know you're, you're going to fight those stereotypes so that was the idea uh, behind the series of works that i did uh, and in fact those were real people who again i got their faces scanned and i took them into uh <laughs> softwares and created their 3d models but yeah the, that was the idea to use the technology in new way and then talk about the uh, same materials that we associate certain ideas with certain identities with especially when it comes to women because i talk about women empowerment as well so yeah. i wanted to reverse that uh, discussion reverse that dialogue around uh, women that sounds great um and a great conceptualization b i you earlier mentioned about representation of brown skin um, in the NFT space, and which, which is actually very true. We do not see a lot of representation from our um, Southeast um, Asian counterparts or even the Middle Eastern counterparts. So how exactly are you implementing that in your artwork? A lot of your artwork does represent uh, dark brown uh, to black skins, but um, how did you think about it and like, how did you think about emerging those two cultures and representing it to the global audience? And how are how's the reception of this sort of art? Yeah, so um, first of all, I never wanted it to be a debate about, you know, white skin versus the brown skin. You know, it's not about that. that I think because again, at the end of the day, uh, we do see um, like white skin being propagated as something that is, uh, you know, just just above us, you know, it, it's being shown as that and people want to have the white skin, you know, that's another psychology that is being projected. But the idea was not to uh, bring one versus the other, because I think there are a lot of other skin types, you know, it's like a gradient, you know, it's not just the black and white, it is a lot of gray in between. There are people who have pure black, they have, there are Vedish skin tones, there are, you know, mixture of white and pinks, so it's not a debate about one skin color over the other. It's about bringing the sense of uniqueness and acceptance. So that's why when I started my company, Oshi Brownie, uh, you know, I use the word brownie as a reference to one, I love brownies, uh, to, you know, <laughs> just generally. But then it was like a subtle reference to the word brown because obviously my skin tone is Swedish brown. Uh, and then Oshi word uh, means strength. Um, in Japanese. I, I usually, I used to learn Japanese at that time. So I just created that word Oshi Brownie uh, out of nothing. Uh, and that, that's the story of it. But yeah, the idea was to, um, you know, basically represent my own culture. At that time, there wasn't much awareness, even the models uh, with the brands that, you know, I was familiar with, they were not accepting brown skin as much as they're doing now. So I'm happy about it. But, you know, uh, Oshi Brownie started three years back and it was quite a different, uh, you know, scenario in, in the fashion world. So I'm happy that I did it. Uh, and that was the intention, you know, to, to bring in more artworks, to bring in more um, representation with the brown skin or black skin or other skin types are associated with the tech or the futuristic element. Because, you know, our South Asian culture is usually shown in the context of traditionalism, you know. So uh, I just wanted it to move away from that. And the idea is not to leave the culture behind or yeah. not to leave the heritage behind, but to just bring it uh, in a newer conversation, just to make it part of the conversation. Yeah, um, that sounds great. I mean, the way you represent culture and tech 
in your art is definitely um, a, a really new sort of a concept that not a lot of artists are uh, doing. Um, while you have answered quite a few of our questions, I think another question that I have for you is um, if there are a lot of pros to working in the tech space, are there certain cons as well? Um, and if you could speak about them. Yeah, I mean, uh, with any kind of technology, um, as much as there are pros, there are always cons, uh, even if you see it or not. And we have an example of NFTs that, you know, people who started off with NFTs as something that's going to change the world, but maybe now they're having, you know, second opinions about it, just because, you know, it's being used by certain people in not the right ways and it's getting a bad name, but I still feel that it doesn't mean that the technology is bad. You know, it's just your usage, you know, it defines how the technology is being perceived. So it's only the matter of time that we're going to come up with something new, something, um, some new usage when it comes to the blockchain, because the actual thing that, um, you know, hypes up the NFT, it's the blockchain. NFT is just like a use case of it, right? So the blockchain has no issues. It's just the NFTs, we couldn't understand it, right? So, um, yeah, I think that definitely every technology has its cons uh, and just like when internet came, you know, we, we thought that it's not going to be yeah. useful for our kids. You know, everyone was really tensed the last generation. So right. uh, so I, I think it goes for like the same for yeah. Web3. Right, even with cryptocurrencies, I remember 10 years, nine to 10 years from now, um, cryptocurrencies were used massively for purchasing drugs or other illegal weapons or other stuff off of Silk Road. And now we see how far cryptocurrencies have come. Uh, likewise, I feel for NFTs as well, um, they've had a really short life, but they will continue to grow as the entire space grows. And I'm sure with artists like you that um, are emerging and are giving a new name to the technology and are helping merge cultures with technology this technology is sure to rise um do you have any closing thoughts um for people uh, for non-believers especially believers there are a lot and we have our own sort of cult where we have beliefs in the technology and we do know that this technology is sure to rise but for the non-believers do you have any closing thoughts or words yeah um I think there are always going to be non-believers. That's just how it is. Um, some people are just early adapters and others will follow. Um, so for the non-believers, I mean, I, I can only say that they should do their own research. They should not think about, oh, this person is saying this to me, so I should believe them and just, just go into this. No one is asking you to do that because um, things can change, trends can change. And so many people have invested in certain things which today you've seen that you know it's just not the right decision so no one can tell you what to do um, with your investments with your like even your time like where you invested so um i personally think that blockchain is going to sustain the idea of decentralization is a good one but again i i, I can't say that anyone is doing it to its full potential like we we know some examples where we see here and there that okay, this team has potential, they know what they're doing, so this project may rise, but because the technology itself isn't incubated enough, yeah. it needs its own time and space to, to kind of find its own ways, you know, and mm -hmm. when that happens, we're going to see, again, like any other technology, we're going to see 90% of the projects fail, 
okay yeah. and the 10 percent we're going we're, we're going to see they might become the next google they might become the next apple you know and, yeah. and, and we have examples like uh, not just in uh, the software world but the hardware world as well like uh, you know we're, we're seeing a lot of improvements in the headsets with the vr yeah. um a lot of companies are designing the better tech so yeah. uh, there's definitely promising um you know yeah things things to look at and i myself have been in in the in the metaverse i know it's quite magical so i would like it to grow become yeah. more hyper real you know that's just something that i would like to uh, see see more of it yeah definitely one of the best uses of the metaverse is um in the way it is being implemented for education and you yourself are talking about how you guys are trying to educate people about the space and it's always you know I, our teachers used to say um showing is a better way of teaching kids rather than just reading it out so i am sure that the technology would rise or at least our fingers are crossed that it would and uh, yeah on that note uh, it was a great talk with you aisha and I hope to record another beautiful episode with you where we can talk a lot more about the technology in depth uh, for today. This was a great chat. Great meeting you today. Thanks for joining us. Um, before we close, I would request you to say um, I am the voice of crypto because mm -hmm. uh, as a brand, we are trying to bring up new voices uh, to our platform and we believe that everyone is the voice of crypto. So it'll be great if you can say that. Sure, sure. Thank you so much for having me and I'm the voice of crypto. <laughs>